into the fifth night of Hanukkah. Woo -woo. Do you, do you, I said Monday, right? Yeah, it started on Monday, right? All right. So I get like when the sun goes down, uh, I guess the fifth night of Hanukkah will begin and then we'll have three more days after that. Um, Friday, December 3rd. Welcome to the podcast. Do you, are you aware? So of, of things in my religion, is there anything you have an idea of or a clue of holidays, days, anything like that? Um, I know dreidel is like a game or like a thing that you play a game with. Yes. It's gambling during Hanukkah. You, you I mean, you do know Passover because like that is foundational yeah. of the, of the old tech. Like if you don't know, um, the night before I think Jesus was crucified, the last supper, like the Da Vinci painting, that uh -huh. was, a, that was a Passover Seder. Gotcha. Did you not know that? Please tell me you knew that. I no. I mean, I I know these things loosely. And and you baptized your little girl. Mm, 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 I would have charged. Uh, hello, I was raised Catholic. It's all the same thing. I mean, like I the, mean, yes and no. I yeah, just go to Catholic school. Like, like I don't study the Bible. Everything outside of like Buddhism and I think Hinduism, like it all sprouted from from Judaism. Like there is no New Testament. Without the well, because isn't Old it like Testament. Christianity believes in Jesus as the Son of God, but yes. if you're Jewish, you don't believe in Jesus, right? There's only God as, as the Son, as the as the Messiah. Like he's your Messiah. Right. To us, he's just like some dude who fought his own way. And all right, man, go do your own thing. Right, right. So he didn't. He didn't die to to save your sins. Well. I, I can't speak to that. All I know is that when Yom Kippur comes up every September or so, that is our Day of Atonement. It's about a week or so after Rosh Hashanah, which is the holiest Jewish holiday of the year. That's the new year. Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, which I think you give the kids off at TSA for, right? Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we you have to. You don't, you don't know. Um. But when it comes to atoning, like you have to fast from sundown to sundown, Right. And I don't, I don't do that, but I don't need to either because I have not sinned. Like I'm about like, right. I'm like 28 years straight sin free. I am living a good, holy life. Yeah. I don't have to, I don't have to like show my resume to get in anywhere when I'm dead. I'll be the one checking resumes. Okay. Keep telling yourself that. Do you know how many Jewish kids there are at TSA? I don't. I, I there, there are... There are some. I don't know exactly how many. I haven't surveyed. I feel like Judaism, like, there's a lot of fasting. There is. Like, I remember growing up, like, any of my friends that were Jewish had to fast a lot. And yep. I was like, what? Is this like a diet plan? Like, I don't understand. Remember, I mean, we've been around longer than anybody. And we've been through a lot of stuff. I mean, we, we put the pyramids up. Um, yep. Lots of other things. Slaves. Exactly. The OGs. Um, OGs. <laughs> uh, so let's do the serious thing first. And then we have not, uh, since Alex wasn't able to hop on on Monday, uh, and we weren't here last Friday, we have not been able to recap my social gathering last week. And I'm very much looking forward to your 
your Yelp review of it. But first, um, do you guys do active shooter drills at TSA? Yes, we do. Really? You did one yesterday? I lost your little one. Sorry, somebody tried to call me. Mm, The bastards. I know. So, Um, yeah, we did an active shooter drill yesterday. I'm I'm gonna guess everybody most I saw somebody else tweeting about that that they were doing one with their resource officer. Would you say that this that like schools were a lot of schools will do this after what happened earlier this week? I mean, ours was already planned. Okay, so good. It was just in, interesting timing, but uh, I I I would not be surprised if other schools brush up on it if they haven't done it in a while. What's the feeling and the ethos like? after that happened with the kids in your school? Um, I, I don't know that it has hit that for as close as it is to us. I, I don't think, I don't think it registered as heavily as I thought it was going to. Um, but I don't know if that's just a coping mechanism that they don't want to think about it. Um, but yeah, I was I was prepared to have more conversations and for it to come up more than it has. Um, so I don't know if that's just them. Like, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to talk about it because it'll make me freak out or what. But it 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 definitely freaked me out. I mean, it always freaks me out thinking about it. But it's um, just horrible. It is. It is. And Alex and I. And why about- does it keep happening? Like that's the thing that really, really bothers me. I think I can explain that. And by the way, they charged the parents with like involuntary manslaughter um, earlier today. I, I'm so glad. What I yeah. I heard the uh, the county prosecutor talk, and I was like, thank goodness it's her because she was going for them. Like she was, she was hot. We talked about this for a couple minutes yesterday uh, as we were getting going. I think she said there was a mountain of evidence and like that was this, that's the terrifying part because usually there is not. That's why these are one so hard to stop because it's not like a group of terrorists that we became far too accustomed to. We're far too worried about, you know, 20 years ago. Um, it's not even like these underground cabals, like the QAnon. These are just broken human beings who want to cause terror. And it is incredibly hard to stop them. And we had all this evidence and we still couldn't. And there were some red flags that I know the principal or whoever the superintendent said we we did what we needed to. And, um, they'll release more info soon. Why do they keep happening? Because it's copycat. And at some point, we'll move on to something else. To be quite honest, uh, I can't believe that um, more things don't happen like what happened in uh, Waukesha in Wisconsin. I can't. Oh, the, yeah. I can't. And I remember when we were uh, on the old show years ago, and I think it first happened in 2015, 2014 or 15, where something over in Europe, somebody drove a truck through a gathering and there was yeah it was in France right wasn't I, it in Paris maybe it was in Europe somewhere and there was just bodies everywhere and mm-hmm. like that's unstoppable like it's one thing to maybe see a person or something um right. and they they look suspicious I would think 
that that because so many people have access to vehicles. Like I was terrified that that was going to become the norm, and thank God it has not. Because I don't know how you stop something like that. Right. Um, but I we're in the we're in the kids shoot up schools era, and it's awful. And I, it sounds awful, but I hope to God we move on to something else soon. But, um, I'm trying. So Floyd and I had talked about this years ago now. Like, I always look at it, eras. Um, you can ask your mom and dad. Your, your mom and dad might be able to speak to this. Do you know what your mom and dad were, were probably afraid of when they were going to school? I don't know. I just, I know that my parents lived through, like, the the Vietnam thing. So, um, they remember, like, hearing about horrific that was and um, when that was going on. But I don't know that they've ever brought up, like, something that they were afraid of as far as school was concerned ask them and i think my dad's a little bit older than your parents but not by much my dad had to had to do nuclear drills when he was a kid oh yeah and yeah like set aside the ridiculousness of getting underneath a desk uh to save you from nuclear fallout (laughs) but it's all it's always something um i don't know. I mean, I don't know this stuff perfectly, but there was that. And then I'd say in the 70s and 80s, um, not that this affected schools, but it affected school-age people. We were in the serial killer era. All all the people that <laughs> Gen Z and others, slightly older, uh, idolize or are slaves to of their Netflix documentaries... Like the 70s mm-hmm. and 80s is when those people were terrorizing communities, taking down bodies. Right. Um, I think I was fortunate that I only had to deal with people pulling the fire alarm during school. And right. there really wasn't anything else scarier than that. And then, you know, Columbine terrifyingly kicked off the school shooter era. And it was quiet for a while because we were dealing with international terrorism. But now here we are, and I hope it goes away soon. But until we can find a way to make these things end, you'll continue to have angry, upset kids who can get a weapon and cause terror. Yeah, that's that's the, the sad part, is that they can get these weapons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, that's that's why I'm, I'm glad that she's, she's prosecuting the parents. And I know in some cases, like, the parents have no idea. They don't they don't really have anything to do with it, but I think it sounds like in this case there was extreme negligence on the part of the parents. And I'm like, then they're going down too, because your responsibility as a gun owner is to keep that away from children, the people that shouldn't have it. The dad bought the gun like four days before this all happened. Right. 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 Yeah. So I'm just like, it's just, it's just so, so infuriating. And it's, it's, if I were, you or a teacher, and I understand the terror and the fear because it is incredibly hard to stop one person from creating so much carnage, whether it's uh, a school shooting or um, any other kind of domestic attack. I mean, we were so scared for a long time that we thought like, (laughs) we thought people who didn't look like us were just going to continue to bomb the country. And the chances of you being in a car accident were like a hundred times greater than than that. And again, that's what yeah. that's what terrorism like that does. It's supposed to put the the fear in you that it's more scary than it actually is. But these things are are terrifying. And 
I I know that like government agencies have stopped who knows how many potential terrifying incidents, deadly incidents. But when it comes to kids and individuals, this is why this all goes back to mental health. Um, if we don't because you don't expect public enemy number one to be a child. But they're not public enemy number one. Usually public enemy number one is someone who is doing something that we can't catch, like the Unabomber. Um, right. These right. kids you don't know. I mean, sometimes there's signs, but um, in the same way, I, I use this polarity, this duality, often in some of my, my talks. Um, a lot of times, serial killer era, era. we didn't know the awful heinous things these people were doing. They were our neighbors. Like we'd wait, you'd wave to some of these people. You had no idea they were were psychopaths because their brains were so twisted and broken. They could hide it. Me, you, we, we know better now, but for years, nobody had any idea that I would go to sleep and not want to wake up and want to be dead. It's the, the other side of the coin of the, the, the psychopath. I could put a facade on and make you think I was okay. Same thing with these kids who are so broken. Um, that's why, yeah, like lock up your weapons. And if you think something is wrong, whether a kid wants to hurt others or themselves, say something. Treat every time like it's the real thing. Right. I have one more quick serious thing to get to, but I got to do a traffic report. And uh, don't worry, I will let you unleash your own form of terror on you attending my home. Think I've got? Why do you think I think so poorly of of your your life? You say my life, my life, my life. Like how I go about things. All right, sit tight. I think it's a quiet day of traffic. Oh no, uh, no. Um, just one incident to start your Friday afternoon. We have an accident with the left lane block four seventy five westbound at Corey with stop and go going back to Secor. That's it for now. That's your cumulus Toledo right now traffic. He said for now. <laughs> for now. Um, it's raining. Just wait. Yeah, it was wild. I don't know. It was two nights ago. Like, everything was clear all day. As soon as it started to rain, like, it's wild. I know everybody makes fun of when it's like you've never driven in the rain before. I don't get it. Apparently not. Uh, We we all have. We all make those jokes, and yet we all drive um, less cautiously, or I don't know. We still wind up in accidents. Yep. Um. Okay, so there was a woman who some time ago, I don't have the details in front of me because I'm still loading my traffic up here, but do you remember the story of this woman who yelled a couple of racial slurs and attempted to hit a couple of black kids with her car? It was in July of last year. Wow, no. (laughs) How did I miss this? It was July of last year, so a lot of shit was going on. Her name is Angela Baker. Uh, Yeah. Where was it? Was it here? Oh, yeah, it was here. Uh, Let's see. Does it say where it was? I can't find. On July 7th, she was living in. She was living in her car in the parking lot of the Meyer store on Wheeling when she made a lewd gesture at two teenage brothers, DeAndre Velasquez and Anthony Harris. As they were walking by, she proceeded to yell the N word. She was also shown on police body camera uh, to confess charging at the boys with her vehicle in order to scare them. All right, so she's had a tough time. I, I, I get it. Um, she was sentenced to six months in jail yesterday. 
uh, two additional misdemeanors, blah, blah, blah. Uh, The judge said, you were driving with the state of Ohio considers a deadly weapon. You were in a running car. Those boys were on foot. You could have hit either of them, whether you wanted to or not, because you can't always control a deadly weapon. She also has six months with Ohio Link, a transitional housing service for inmates, and she'll get five years probation. Now, look, it sucks that her life was where she was living in a car, but like this is a real punishment for somebody who just used words. Um, That's good, though. Absolutely. I mean, I would have locked her away for life, but... um, so uh, there was this. Let me give you some of her. She uh, raised she raised her voice, broke down in tears, and banged her hands against the table when she was given the chance to address the judge. I'm being terrorized. Um, oh. Let's see. Somebody said, I'm aware of any mental health issues that end up being racist or what uh, people do. Hold on. Um, the defendant asserted several times Thursday she believes she has been harassed, threatened, and tormented by black people over an extended period of time. Uh, where's the one quote? Baker used most of the time she had to speak to the judge to complain about a fellow inmate at the Lucas County Jail that said was harassing her. When asked if she had anything more to say about her convictions, Baker only asserted that she was defending herself from the teens and declined to take responsibility for her actions and I hope the woman gets some help. I hope she can turn her life around. But I'm glad she got a serious sentence. And I'll leave it. Uh, I'll leave this story with this. She said, "I wasn't out to kill them." Okay, yeah, I said a stupid word. Who cares? Oh boy. So either you're a horrific, awful, hateful racist, or you have some pretty serious mental issues. And while you're hopefully incarcerated, those can be addressed. It's not likely, but. I don't know. Um, but I'm glad that there was real punishment there. Yeah. D- uh... I didn't try to it's, kill them. Or, or, that quote, like, just eats eats me up inside. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard because I feel like a lot of times homelessness, there, there is a, a portion of that that's, that's mental illness. And... How how do you get those? How do you get them help? Like, uh, okay, we're gonna we're gonna lock her up, and yes, she needs to do time for that. I mean, she, you're driving a car towards some kids for nothing, but like, okay, in six months she's gonna get out, and then and then what? There, you know, there's another uh, thing in here from the story. The, the judge O'Lender said she had sympathy for Baker, who was a survivor of domestic violence. She questioned whether the other incidents where Baker described being harassed by black people were not instigated by the defendant herself. So there are some unknowns right. here, and it's it's you don't want to see this be anybody. I wish there weren't racists in the world. I wish there weren't hateful idiots. But right, right, there, there are, and just the words. When I read, I wasn't out to kill them. Okay, I said a, a stupid word. Who cares? It just reeks of somebody who voted for the person who won the election in 2016 and, like, doesn't understand the gravity and the hate that exists in the world, and you're part of it. Yeah. All right, fun things. Well, if they, they just, they feel like, they feel like they're the victim. Right. They feel like every, the world's out to get them, and when you're vindictive like that, it's just, it's gotta be exhausting. Just because we want things to be more equal doesn't mean you're going to lose anything. And if you are, it's because you're, you're of a lesser person yourself. And that, that's the word into itself. Uh, speaking of hatred, you always have some lovely commentary when it comes to how I live my life. 
Um, we <laughs> didn't have a chance to re- review my little soiree, my little pre-Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving Eve gathering with my closest friends. And now I'll allow my closest friends to rip uh, my closest friend to rip me a new one when it comes to that gathering and how I live. Go ahead. <laughs> First of all, you make it out to sound like I am a monster. I all I do is it's try to bring bring up bring apart my wisdom and and anything that I feel like I can offer to make people's lives easier, maybe even enhance your your life experience. And I would say, you know, this time I I came over and you you had prepared food for us. There was there were red solo cups um in preparation of our drinking festivities. You you were quite the host. You were quite the host. I don't. So I I have no complaints. Okay, this is good. Um, by the way, when you offer your wisdom, at least in my direction, it's also it's often in a condescending fashion. But that's rather here nor there. <laughs> but I will say, in Bethany's defense, in my complete nature of being forthright, I don't remember much snark or animus directed at me or how I live from Bethany that evening. Now, see? that could be because she made one a hell of whatever drink you made, and it was delicious. Um, oh, well, thank you. What Was that a salted coffee caramel martini? I just call it a espresso martini or a coffee martini. Um, but I recently stumbled across such thing and I was like, that is for me. That is up my alley. So along with my drunken gingerbread man, I now make myself the, the coffee martinis. It was good. And yeah, they're very good. You, you did have uh, one, one request and you're totally entitled to that as a guest. Um, I didn't, I made food and I don't think anybody ate it cause I remember eating it on Sunday as leftovers. I made the Buffalo cauliflower and I had like some chips and pretzels and you did request those a, chips were banging they were and they were that like the shit brand like on the border from oh, they were so good i don't know if it was just because i was hungry or what no <laughs> i finished so them up. good they were they're very salty and a good kind of salt that, that went with the chip well um you asked for pizza did you enjoy the pizza i did the pizza was delicious the cauliflower was delicious I, I have a hard time with spice, like hot stuff. Um, so I couldn't eat as much as I wanted to of the cauliflower mm-hmm. just because the the heat overpowers my liking of the taste of it. Um, so like if I tried to do a hot, a hot wings challenge, I would probably die as as you almost did. Um, when did I almost but, die? Uh, oh, but yes. It, but it was, yeah. But it was, it was good. It was yeah. good. And the pizza obviously is delicious it was mama mary's right yeah the pizza we got yeah it was so good i was disappointed that everybody just tore into it i was hoping to have more leftovers but (laughs) wasn't i mean we we were hungry it was a nice time though right it was a nice time good well thank you for coming over we'll we'll do it again of course of course Uh, i i the only the only thing i complained about that night was that you were being very hard on andre he, I mean, wh- how how do you feel I was being hard on him? Because I I thought I'm more stern. I usually have to crack the whip on Diddy when people are over because he's so wild. I I don't 
know. Sometimes, sometimes I think you're disproportionately uh, terse. Terse is that a word? Mm-hmm. With Andre, like you, you give Andre a hard time sometimes. Can you give me an example? And he's just, um, he, his, he's a beagle, so by nature he's going to live his his life through his nose, and sometimes he just wants a little snack. And if he finds himself up on the counter, it's it's just because you need to feed him more. No, I could I could <laughs> feed him till he looked like Veruca from Willy Wonka, and he would still eat. He's a slender little guy, so it's not like he's, you know, in trouble of being diabetic. I wanted to bring an Andre thing up with you because I ran this by my dad, and he said that I'm 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 nuts. Um, okay. So. Andre will always poop. Um, if I like let him off the leash, he go. He's found some spots, and uh, my dad's like, "What if he runs into the street?" I'm like, "He doesn't. He doesn't run into the street. He runs to his spots, and he's always like on the grass. And although he's been get becoming a little more daring, like running behind the house. My biggest concern is: Are there any deer or other animals? And I trust my instinct, and so far there's been no calamity. And then at the end of the day, I know, like, he's more, as you just illustrated, more food-motivated. Um, he can hear me going into the treat cabinet and box, like, probably from where he's pooping outside if I let him off the leash, so I don't right. have an issue. I mean, he will come back. Diddy will come back after he's done whatever after a day or so. Like, he... Right. he he has to be on the leash. Like when he's off, when he's off the leash, he looks around and he surveys, and that freaks me out. Andre, he just runs to go poop. So, how do you feel, uh, Andre? Yeah, Andre's like Gus. Gus, Gus is way more loyal. Tucker would be like, "Bah, Felicia, I'm out." Mm-hmm. Like he would go do his own thing, and then when he's hungry, he's like, "But mom, you take me back." Gus and Andre, like they're they're a little more loyal than that. Where I feel like. They'll investigate, but they always have to have, like, their third eye on you. You know what I mean? Like, if you go back in the house and they hear that treat bag, they're going to be like, oh, time to go inside. Yes. Good like, way they're, they're, they're a little more dependent on on us. So, I, you're right. I mean, as much as things can happen, obviously. Um, but, hell, I had a raccoon basically in my bed and my dogs were fine. So, uh, you might be all right. Right. And I, I feel like deer, especially like they're, they're going to run from your dogs. They're not going to attack them. So no, I'm not worried about that. I'm more worried about Andre chasing them. And <laughs> well, he might, cause I don't want to, I don't want to like run. I, I think he, again, he's just, you say loyal. I'll, I'll use a different word, like attached, which is why I can't get another dog. Right. Cause he keeps yeah. putting himself in between. Um, yeah. Did he off the leash? He would run those deers to middle grounds if he had to. Yep, yep, that's Tucker. Um, how is uh, how is Madigan? She's fantastic. She is a little shithead. Um, she, uh, she's 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 too smart for her own good, and I'm starting to to get the feeling like we're it's. It's going to be brains versus brains with that one. 
but she has recently figured out that when she's hungry, she's going to go get her own snack out of her diaper bag. And uh, so she's pretty much self-sufficient now. Um, I think I'm going to start looking for, for colleges and maybe some apartments um, because she obviously doesn't need me. Well, like I, she just like like the other night, I I'm like, where did she go? And she's clear across the room in her diaper bag, like getting out her little fruit snacks, and then she'll just bring them back to the couch. Like I'm just gonna have a snack now. I'm like, wait a minute. Um, like, first of all, where would you, where did you get the wherewithal to do that? And okay, like she just gets in her own snacks and stuff. My two observations here are: I'm not surprised. Um, about her independence, because I mean, from the outset, she never seemed to. She tolerated you. Um, just oh, how for sure. Andre and did he tolerate? Uh, did he tolerate Andre? Because she was always Josh's. She was always Daddy's little girl. Like I never heard about her doing oh, yeah. anything cute or loving and affectionate to you. You were just kind of there. Oh yeah, she absolutely tolerates me, and and the only person that she wakes up and asks for is Dada. The only person that she asks for when I pick her up if it's me picking her up is Dada and then the only other person that she cares about is my father who is Pa she calls him Pa sometimes Grandpa but mostly Pa she only cares about Pa so if we get in the car Pa Pa like are we gonna go see Pa and I'm like no you little shit we're not gonna go see Pa like she won't she won't cuddle with me she doesn't want anything to do with me she only wants to cuddle with Grandpa, and she only wants to play with Dad. You're Which is uh, fine. You're her conduit for food and her Uber driver. Basically, basically. Yep, yep. I'm uh, I'm the nanny. If <laughs> yeah, if if there's one win I hear here, she's she's getting food out of her bag and not eating out of the dog bowls anymore. Oh no, she still eats out of the dog bowls. Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, what favorite yeah, food? Thing. What favorite foods does she have? All of them. She, yeah, she will eat anything. Um, she has discovered over Thanksgiving, uh, a, uh, gained a liking to uh, dinner rolls. She's a, a dinner roll lover now, um, but she enjoys her uh, cheesy poofs, as I call them. Um, she enjoy. She likes peas. She likes peas and carrots, loves mac and cheese, um, peanut butter and jelly is a new fave. She'll eat anything. She's kind of like a bottomless pit. And I really hope that she has Josh's metabolism. Uh, she's going to eat it all and then still be really skinny? And Right. It just all goes in her hollow leg or something. Does, jo- nice. Does Josh have a hollow leg? I think so. <laughs> like he can eat anything and everything and not gain any weight. Do you hate him for it? Because I would. A kind of a little bit. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. Just, just like I hate Philip, you can hate Josh. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate him. But I do kind of wish that he at least had to watch what he ate so that I could have an excuse to watch what I eat. But. Those people, man. Um, how was Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was great. It was pretty low-key. Yeah. We uh, did Josh's family and my family on Friday and then... Watch football the rest of the weekend. That's basically it. Holiday shopping that you have to do for anything or anyone? <sighs> that is the vein of my existence. I 
I love the holidays and I hate gifts. If I, if I could have, if I could have Christmas without the gifts, it would be like chef's kiss perfection. I don't, I don't like the stress. I don't like the stress of, of finding gifts for people because I feel like if I'm not the winner of the year's best gift, like why even bother? So I really just set myself up for failure because I feel like unless I have like this amazing gift, like I don't just want to get a mediocre gift. And I also don't like getting stuff because I have a small house. I don't have a lot of room. I don't need stuff. I don't like to have a lot of stuff. Um, so I don't know, man, it's hard. Like I love everything about the holidays except for the gifts. You and I might be, this might be the most aligned we've ever been on something because I like you don't want to get someone something that they'll just like, like I want to get them something where they're like, this is exactly me. Conversely, I don't want anything because it's very unlikely you will strike that emotion in me. And if I want something, I'm fortunate I can just go buy it for myself. Although I did not want a hooded Hanukkah blanket. That was epic, though. Where did that come from? Like, who sent it or what store? Both. Um, uh, It came from Target. And some friends back in Allentown, who I talk to all the time on Facebook, um, they sent it. Uh, his My friend's wife um, said she saw it on TikTok, and they thought of me. And I was seriously creeped out at, at the package that showed up. Actually, I, I thought there could be two people who sent something. You, um, or maybe Amanda. Because nobody else knows my address. If anything else were to come to my house, oh, it would probably it would probably come to my legal name. Because everything right. else comes here. So I was I had some some real concerns. And <laughs> yeah, I understand that. Now I have a it, hooded Hanukkah blanket, which I I think it's I'll just cu- so fantastic. Would you like it? Because it's too small for me to do anything with. No, no, it's not. You just wear it around, and even in the radio studio, like it was. It's so great. The the menorah hood doesn't stay on my. Uh, this is like the only thing my head is too big for. But doesn't it keep your your little head warm? No, no. Um, it's too small. Like I literally have to force it down on my head, and then it still slowly pops off. Well, it's probably child size. That they could. My friend couldn't answer. Um, I guess when you come up with something as clever. Innovative as a hooded Hanukkah blanket, it's it's one size fits all. True, true. I I think it's epic. I think it needs to to stay in rotation for for, for work, Hanukkah. For work. In fact, tire. I think you should wear it for all eight days of Hanukkah. Well, thank God we're towards the end of those eight days. I I will bring it out once <laughs> you have my my pledge. I will bring it out every year for Hanukkah. There you go. Um, but I'm with you on the gift buying stuff. So. Good luck shopping for everybody. Like, what, what, what is that yeah. that ideal gift of the year choice for your dad? <sighs> okay, so there's the capital capital problem. He's the worst because he he doesn't need anything. Anything he wants, he gets himself. Mm. 
and he's all he's always like i don't want anything i just want to spend time with my family blah 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 blah, blah. well especially now the only person he cares about is my job is my child obviously so i was like okay well what am i gonna do like i've already like they have canvas pictures of her they have you know all this all this stuff of maddie that they could possibly want they have sweatshirts with their name on it i mean you name it they got it so i was like what what am i gonna get him for christmas and my mom helped me with the idea but uh i purchased disney on ice tickets so that he can take madigan to disney on ice and that in two weeks will she like that I hope so. Because I even spent $30 on the light-up snow globe that goes with the show. Because I'm assuming Elsa is part of it. Does she she doesn't so, know the characters, though, right? She doesn't. I mean, she'll she'll know Mickey and Minnie. Um, she's got a couple Minnie Mouse uh, stuffed animals that she loves. Um, and we've watched Moana. I think Moana's in it. We've watched Frozen. But, like, she... She doesn't really, she's not a Disney fan yet, but the fact that people are going to be ice skating to music is probably going to, is probably going to be what sells her and there's going to be lights. So I, I think she'll have fun. Um, I got seats on an aisle in case we got a bail, but, we, uh, we, oh yeah. Yeah. Our, my whole family is going. Oh, okay. Cause I was going to say, this sounds like a real win for you, if not gift of the year, because you'll get an afternoon to do whatever you want while he takes her. So never mind. <laughs> no, no, I got us, I got us tickets to go with the family, Oh, gee. but really it was my dad's Christmas present. So how, so is it you, your mom, your dad, Maddie and Josh? Yep. Yeah, my I asked uh, Tyler and Taylor if they wanted to go, but uh, she has to work, and it's on her birthday, so I got the like the afternoon show so that we can still go out for her birthday at night. But so like several hundred dollars. No, it really wasn't that bad. Actually, I was expecting Disney on Ice tickets to be astronomical, but they really weren't. I think it was like twenty five dollars a person or something. Okay, like that. that's reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was reasonable. So I was like, all right, we can do this. It it might be fun. She might really like it. I don't know. I haven't really attempted for her to sit through a show, but we'll we'll see if a 13, 14 month old will uh sit through Disney on ice. I'll let you know how it goes. Well, I know one reason she's not gonna like it. Why? Because you're gonna be there. True. Oh, don't worry. She'll I'm sure she'll sit with, with Pa. Okay. She'll sit on Pa's lap the whole time, and like I don't even matter. What will you get for Josh? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. I usually try to get him like clothes because he never buys clothes for himself. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll try to get him like a couple nice shirts for work or something like that. But I don't know. It's so it's so it's so hard. What do you get for Tyler? Because anything that I would really want to buy people, like I can't afford. Right. So how do you buy like an epic gift on a budget? You don't. Maybe just try to not like white elephant, but find something quirky for like seven dollars. I don't know. Go to like the mommy yeah. antique mall or yeah. um what what's what would you what will you get for Tyler? Um wait, didn't I get him something already? I don't even remember. A book about how to knock your wife up? <laughs> no. 
I think I think what I'm gonna do because I did like all the females in my family are getting the same thing, which um, is that I was kind of creative. I can't say because they listen. Um, I did kind of get creative with that. So all the girls are getting one thing. So I kind of want to do that for the guys, but I have to decide what that's going to be. Okay. So, well, good luck. Yeah, it um, sucks. I, <laughs> I have one last thing to get to. Um, I hope you've seen this. If not, I'll play it for you. Do you follow Britney Spears on the internet? I, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, only for the sheer comedy of it. All right. It, uh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. I Let me play this for this. Let me play this. I'm going to, yeah, let me just play it. Oh, <laughs> shoot. Come on, Brittany. Talk to me here. A couple of questions. Um, not here to trouble you. I just want you to be completely relaxed. You just relax. Um, I do the work. I'm just going to ask you a question. I'm here to help you. Key number one. Um, so relax. Totally relax. Lay down. Do what you have to do. Just a couple of questions. Um, don't worry about it. Everything's going to be fine. Um, but the psychosis of what's going on in your head kind of goes into mine too. So we need to just clear these blockages. You know what I mean? Um, clear. Do the clear way. You know, so I can read you well. You read me well. So I can do my work. That's what it's about. I need to do my work. Okay, that's enough because that's sad. Um, let, <laughs> let me read what's, what she wrote. As much therapy as I've had to do against my will, being forced to pay and listen to women telling me how they're going to further my success, it was a joy. No, really. Ten hours a day, seven days a week, no lie. In this beautiful nation, it would only be fair for me to dedicate my life to skits to the wonderful therapist. Um, the end is me celebrating. It's clearly over because my medication is working. America, piss balls, kiss my motherfucking ass. Um, it's not comedy. It, it's fucking sad. And um, there's, I, I was always free Britney with an asterisk. Like, okay, how she's been in this conservatorship with people that are far too close to her and can prey on her money. Are, that's bad. It's bad. Like, but she needs help. Right. And I was very much against the people who were like, let Brittany live. And and I was like, well, she, she needs help. So if she's going to fall apart, she's going to fall apart. Uh, no. So I'm going to guess like half the free Brittany people when this does end badly are going to be very remorseful that they were a part of free Brittany. Cause this is ugly and sad, but I'm glad you get comedy out of it. Well, I don't know that she was getting help under the conservatorship. Well, whatever. Like, I don't even even though she was in this conservatorship and they were saying they were protecting her. I don't think they were protecting her. I think they were just keeping their thumb on her to have control. But she needs help. I mean, the girl is stuck as a 12 year old, in my opinion. I agree. Like, she probably wasn't getting help. It it, it was probably making things worse. But she's out of that now. And I don't know exactly where the judge, what the judge told her she has to do. Because Brittany obviously is not able to give us any truth or reality. Because she is in another universe right now. Uh, But like I had, had said long ago... Like, if she had wanted her freedom, it was best to not be posting what she did on social media because that was right. not a person who should have been given their complete freedom. They should have been in some type of asylum getting help. 
And that's even worse now because there are less people, granted the ones that were preying on her, but at least somebody was watching over her. Like, this is not going to end well. And if there, if she was getting appropriate help, they would... You can't, you can't take somebody's phone away. But they would instruct her, like, Brittany, this is not good. Like, part of your... Getting better is not posting. And you've seen this video, right? Yeah. She looks like a wreck, as Alex would always say. Like, she's got raccoon eyes. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. And that's that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't, if I'm not a mental health professional, I don't, I don't know. But as an outsider, just what I'm seeing, I'm like, this this cat can't get right. Like mm-hmm. she, she, she needs help. But I don't, I don't know who's who's gonna do that for her. And you know, I don't, I don't think you have to be any kind of mental health expert, or even have have to have suffered your own things to have some semblance of what is discourse now in in culture. You know, mental health. That's not. I think we can all look at that and go, that person's not well. That person doesn't look well. Um. It's just wild to me to think like she has children. Like what are what are going on what's going on with the children? Because they never really get brought up in all of this. Um, it's really just about Brittany, but I'm like, she she has kids. Yep. Uh they're like who's who's raising them? Who's taking care of them? Not that she's not, but I feel like they're like fifteen you know? now. They're they're like young or mid teenagers and that's what I said during all the free Britney stuff. I'm like, does this look like a woman who can be a good mother? And I, I, the answer had to be no. And then there was just the, the the obstinate people like, no, she deserves her freedom. Deserves, sure, but needs an inordinate amount of help. And I'm going to throw a phrase at you to answer your question that we never thought we'd utter. God, I hope they're with Kevin a lot. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. And I mean, I, I know that a lot of, a lot of times celebrities like that, like they have a nanny or somebody else that's really raising their kids. Um, so that they can go be famous and that's fine. Um, and I don't want to, I don't want to say she can't or isn't a good mom, but I just want to make sure that there's a support system for those kids because I just don't think that they ever get talked about in the situation. And that's either good or bad because those kids should not be talked yeah. about. But right. like we've not heard anything like, can we get a thumbs up that the kids are okay? Like that's all. Well, we- I'm like, okay, so Brittany, Brittany has a conservatorship and somebody's got their thumb on her, but does that include her children or the children just like running amok somewhere? Like it just, it's, it's weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody got really carried away with free Brittany and didn't dig into the important details like the kids or, how does she get help in the future? Um, so it's it's a pretty sad situation, and I, I fear that it, it may end in sad fashion. If this isn't, I mean, this is already kind of sad, but you know what I'm talking about, so. Yeah, and I, I don't know much about this guy that she's engaged to or whatever, because like, I, don't, I don't know that he's the one to take care of her either, but. She just turned 40 I can only speculate. I don't know. Happy 40th birthday to Brittany. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, what are you doing this weekend? What am I doing this weekend? I don't know. I think this is the only weekend I have off until Christmas. So 
hopefully I can take a nap because I'm really tired. Uh, <laughs> I need a nap. Have things calmed down uh, at school? Not with uh, the situation, but like uh, event-wise yeah. and stuff. Um, not really, not really, because it's it's still giving season. So, no, well, it's I have to work um out at botanical gardens tonight too until nine o'clock. So it's still it's still busy. Uh, Steve from the Toledo Animal Rescue asked me if I was coming out with the dogs tomorrow and the algorithm algorithm didn't serve me their post, but they have pup cups with Santa paws tomorrow from 10 to two. Where's that at? At their place at the animal shelter? Um, yes. Have you ever been there? Yeah. Yeah. I have been over there. It's kind of tucked away. It, it really is. And I got to tell you, every time I go over there, I, it's the only, it, any love I can show or have for cats comes out. Now, granted, they're all kittens there, but <laughs> right. though, maybe just kittens have personality, but they have some of the most fun cats over there. In fact, they have one that has a very bizarre fur scheme. It, it, it's almost like brindle. And the cat has been returned like three times. Um, really? But somehow, some way, the cat lets me pet it. Aww. It, it's very... I look at a cat and I sneeze, so. Well, there's a lot there. Cats and I don't get along. But I uh, I think I'm going to try to head over there tomorrow after I, I pack some meals. So That'd be fun. Um, I have well... to, uh... actually, they could, they could probably, I have some stuff to donate. I was going to take to uh, Humane Society, but maybe I'll give it to you to take over to the animal rescue. What stuff? Like some coats and stuff for like if they find little stray dogs and they need to warm them up. That kind of stuff. Got it. Um, they, I'll ask them, but they're usually really good. They they have a great uh, backbone of donations and, and donors. Um, I'll ask if they want them or need them. If not, okay. humane yeah. is probably a better bet. Okay. Yeah, just let me know. Um, well, tell, tell Madigan that I said hi. I will. And um, I'll pat her little five head for you. Her fight's so big. <laughs> it's really not. She just doesn't have any hair. Uh, neither do I. And I don't have a giant forehead. Mm. They don't tell you to your face. Fuck. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye.